Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I still can't get over the Syracuse Orange mascot. And I'm quoting here, being ranked in, I quote, the top 10 greatest mascots in college football history, end quote. (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand it. Come on. You just can't trust any Syracuse alumni when they vote on lists that might include their own, you know, their own school. (laughs) Here's a text from the 985. Uh, Seth, it's 10.02 p.m., but if Hondo, it's Jim Henderson, hasn't retired yet, he might take exception to you for giving his orange the business. Shovel it, Seth, shovel it. That's from Joe in Pearl River. There you go. Text from the 504, the ah-ifs. Dang, Dunlap, the way you pronounce some words, geez, you do a good job and have a nice voice. I am the older, lifelong New Orleanian. There you go. Yes, I do. I, I have weird. The oddest one that I have that people point out to me all the time, you ever notice this, Logan, how I say both? <laughs> I don't know how much I say it here. How do you say, say that word for me. Both? Both. Yeah, I put like an L and a W in there. It's weird. It's, it's my if I have an accent, there's that's my accent coming out. It's like the I don't know. It sounds like from Wisconsin or something. That's know. that's very weird. I didn't notice it until you pointed it out. Yeah, both. <laughs> it's like you say bowl and then with an L T H. I don't know. That's the only time ever people make fun of me all the time for that one. But everybody says it like that where I'm where I grew up and from. I just can't get rid of it. So I'm just keeping it. It's like my signature, both. I, I mean, know. I just can't get away from saying y'all. I, 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 I can sound in the most, like, uh, Central North American accent possible with, like, no kind of dialect or anything, but I'll never get away from saying y'all. Y'all. <laughs> but I kind of <laughs> like y'all. I think y'all is a little way to – it's kind of like folks or um, something that's a little folksy. Um, not to piggyback off folks. Yeah, a little folksy there. I kind of like it, a little more relatable. I don't know. Let's bring on in Carter Bryant, who pronounces everything correctly, of course, because he's actually a professional radio host on 1071 FM and 1400 AM in South Arkansas on Twitter at Carter the Power. Joins us every week. Carter, what's going on, dude? Yeah, I just ate a salad with a lot of tomatoes and just living <laughs> life, man. That's about it. Wait, do you really say tomatoes? Yeah, it's tomatoes, potatoes. We all know that, man. Now, you know what's crazy? So I, uh, I do radio in El Dorado, Arkansas, and that is the only place that's pronounced El Dorado. Mm-hmm. And it's El Dorado everywhere else. Like for those that have been to Shreveport, there's the El Dorado Casino. And then California, there's an El Dorado, California. You know, the pronunciation's overrated, man. Like, I actually flubbed uh, – today I had to introduce a high school team's name, and they had the most exuberant names that are out there. And I pronounced most of them correct. Here's a good thing. No one got mad whenever I mispronounced someone's name. Pronunciations are overrated. Words are complex. It's all good, baby. Yeah, both, both of us are – yeah. 
<laughs> Both of us are doing are doing well here. Okay, so the, I, I went to Washington State University, but right across the border, I actually worked for the University of Idaho. Do you do you know the city that they're in, uh, Carter? The city yeah, is. Yeah, how do you yeah. pronounce the capital of Russia? Russia. Okay, what is the capital of Russia? M O S C O W. No, no. Uh, it is. Uh, I know this from the delicious mule drink, Moscow. Yes, Moscow, Russia. In Idaho, it's spelled the exact same way the, the town, the city that the University of Idaho is in, but it is Moscow, Idaho. Moscow, Idaho. There we go. So, yeah, I, I've always felt this way. Like pronunciations, spellings, we put so much emphasis on that. I understand. With my journalism degree, I should be saying, no, it's a part and you get all these things correct. No, they're just words. You have no control over what you're named or what anything is named. How can we expect to all pronounce words correctly? Come on. Yeah, I agree. There's a Des Moines, Iowa. There's a Des Moines, Washington. We pronounce. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird that way. Uh, speaking of right. weird, and look, you went to journalism school at LSU. I went to journalism school at Washington State. Uh, I think this comes up every time we talk about uh, journalism and people voting on these lists because, I don't know, maybe we have Syracuse Envy, maybe we don't. They're a great school. I get it. Number one journalism school should be number two behind my school. But how in the world, Carter, is the Syracuse Orange mascot, Otto the Orange, a part of SI's list of, again, and I'm quoting here, the greatest mascots in college football history, end quote. That is the most absurd of all absurd things I've seen this month. But it's not absurd. I love the orange, man. I really do. Like the, uh, it's an orange, and it's orange, which makes it great. You know, that's. I, I'm fine with the Syracuse orange. What does the orange do? And I love the way how you're pronouncing okay. this, by the way. The or orange. I gotta add like the a or in there. Orange. orange. Okay. That, that's all we're doing. It's not, this is like a blues clues show. We're just pronouncing orange. Orange. Okay. Orange. Orange. No, so here's the thing I like about the Syracuse Orange, okay? So um, my, my dad is a Harvard Crimson. He, 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 like, it's just a color. It's just unique. I like unique. I like original. I'm a big original guy. I will take an orange any day over Bulldogs. What school is not named the Bulldogs? Or I know I'm a graduate and I'm a fan, but Tigers. Come on, Tigers, really? Give me orange any day of the week. It's unique. It's a unique <laughs> color. It's a weird school. I don't even know how many people even care about Syracuse football. I don't know who could name two football players outside of Donner and McNabb and Dwight Freeney that's even played at Syracuse. But I'll take the orange any day of the week. I would rather have a Stanford tree than a Syracuse orange, but that's just me. I don't know. Googly eyes and all. We're talking to Carter Bryant, host in El Dorado, Arkansas, on 107.1 FM and 1400 AM, and also stand-up comic at Carter the Power on Twitter. All right, you and I are going to disagree on this. Well, I don't know actually if we're going to disagree or not, because you tweeted out, I think before you saw that I had uh, posted an article on why great minds think alike, and you were agreeing with I forget who about the Saints should trade. Maybe it was Bobby Abert should trade for Jadavian Clowney. I don't think it's going to happen, but you think it might. Tell us why, Carter. Right. Okay. So first off, comedy 
there's this thing called parallel thought. Okay, so me and the Cajun Cannon himself, Bobby A. Bear, a friend of mine, we, we had parallel thought. We were both thinking the same thing, and that makes you feel good because he knows infinitely more about football than I'll ever know. I, you know, I, I produced this video earlier this week. He said this, obviously, on one of his programs. I read the article earlier. I love that move. I, I would love the Saints to make a move for Jadavian Clowney. I watched Davenport in that first preseason game. Yes, it's just one preseason game. I'm not making any sweeping conclusions. But with Clowney, you have a perennial talent that is amazing, especially if you put him across from Cameron Jordan. The Saints are obviously in win-now mode. Obviously, you'd have to give up a good bit to get him. But the Texans are desperate for offensive line help. Um, Andrews Pete is there. Maybe the Texans would be interested in him. I would at least throw a feeler out there to see if there's something. Obviously, you know, you have to see if Davenport's going to work out. You gave up a lot to, to, to get him. And the money and the, the picks and whatnot may not work out. But at least give it a thought. The thought is what counts. And in the NFL, you need great quarterback play. You need elite pass rush. And if the Saints got Jadavian Clowney, they would immediately have the best pass rush in the NFL. Yeah. And they were that, that trio of Clowney, Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport. I'm kind of licking my chops at that. I, I look, if they can make it happen some way, I'm 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 for it. I guess my pushback is, and I'm not this is not at you, Carter, because you and I have had great, I think, nuanced as much as we can be nuanced, you and I, conversations around Marcus Davenport the last couple of years. But everybody has been screaming, tantruming, waving their hands, shouting on the radio for the past sixteen months that Marcus Davenport is going to be a superstar. And no accountability on words anymore. I get it. I mean, we're in like a post-truth world, I guess. But I'm not sure how Marcus Davenport will be a superstar has now turned into, well, Davenport isn't ready for prime time in year two of his NFL career. I, I kind of don't get that. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, you really have to wait and see. You know, some pass rushers don't develop three or four years until you can might not even be his year to be great. The one thing I would like to add, though, is that Clowney and Cam Jordan have experience rushing the passer from the defensive tackle position, both at the bodies that they could actually play some snaps on, on some running downs inside. I know it's not their natural position, but they've both done it before. So, you know, that would obviously be a win-now move. It would obviously be something you'd have to, you know, move pretty quickly on. But at the very least, if you are a believer in Marcus Davenport, you know, he has all the build, all, all the talent in the world to actually make it happen. He just has to develop the moves. You know, there's never been an all-time great pass rusher, Seth, who hasn't had great moves. Reggie White, Bruce Smith, even Lawrence Taylor, they all had moves. Jason Taylor, right on Marcus Davenport, just doesn't have any moves, and those are going to have to develop for him to be great. Let's go to LSU, Carter, at Carter the Power. Carter Bryant with us here on the last lap. So much hype around this LSU team. That hype continues to build. Caleb on Chason was back today. We saw the return of Joe Burrow and Christian Fulton. They're getting healthier, except mainly uh, maybe on the offensive line. Are you still buying all this hype, buddy? I am. You know, the, the line issues do begin to make you worry. Obviously, Cardell Thomas, one of the highest hyped LSU recruits ever, you know, his injury doesn't really bring a lot of joy to anyone. Um, 
the having to replace a defensive line coach who, you know, had his leg injuries. You bring in Bill Johnson, who's coach at the Saints. I've, I've interviewed Bill before. He knows what he's talking about. And in fact, he might bring in some new blood to make the interior LSU pass rush better because last year it simply wasn't good. So, you know, obviously the injury bug has not been the nicest to LSU, but also it's not been too, too, too serious. I think everyone's going to be fine. I think LSU is still a team that right now says I have in my college football playoff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. If they're not in mine, they'll be very, very close. I know that. Finally, Pelicans. You got an over-under on how many Pelicans game you might get to town to see? Man, I'm, I'm going to a lot this year, man. I already locked in like 10 or something tickets. Uh, I'm going to be there, man. Got some good spots. Excited not only to see Zion and you know, one thing I've, I've, I've been thinking about this, and you and I talked about this weeks ago, I still think the Pelicans are going to go through a rough phase trying their best to figure out what does Zion do best. I still don't think we know what he does best. Obviously, dunking and finishing at the rim. But the few times I saw him get to play point forward and be able to pass the ball to other players, and he killed it. He absolutely killed it. And this was what the Duke team said. That was horrible from three-point range. So now that he has an open floor to work with, it's going to be interesting to see how much he actually handles the ball in the perimeter versus in the post. He's Carter Bryant, host of the Carter Bryant Show on El Dorado, 107.1 FM, 1400 AM in South Arkansas. And he and I will both be back next week. Carter, we'll talk to you then. Yeah, he's on, sir. All right. At Carter the Power on Twitter. Got to give him a follow there. We'll take a break. Back with your calls and texts. Phone number is 504 260 1870. It's 504 260 1870. I wonder, did you pronounce anything oddly or hear us or anybody pronounce anything oddly? I am curious about that now. It's a random topic we just got onto. And our text line, 870 870. The last lap rolls on right here on WWL. Text from the 601, what happened to Cardell Thomas? Just injured the LSU offensive lineman battling for one of the guard spots, and he'll be back. Nothing supposedly major, at least according to Coach Ed Ogeron. You can find practice details up right now at WWL.com. A couple of other LSU notes that we got to earlier in the show, but worth a reminder, they have hired, the LSU Tigers have, former Saints assistant defensive line coach Bill Johnson he will coach the defensive line at LSU. This is because Dennis Johnson, the current defensive line coach, suffered knee injuries playing pickup basketball this summer and really kept him. He's in a wheelchair. That's what Wilson Alexander told us today. Still in a wheelchair out of practice. Not able to actually get out there and physically practice with his guys. So Bill Johnson will take that role, help out. He was the Saints defensive line coach from 2009 to 2016. Spent the last two seasons coaching the same position group with the Los Angeles Rams. Also... LSU has nine players on the preseason All-SEC teams, five players on the first team, Lloyd Cushenberry, the center, Grant Delpit, Christian Fulton, Rashard Lawrence, all first-team honors. I guess that's four, pardon me. Uh, Damian Lewis, the guard, second-team honors. Then you've got receiver Justin Jefferson, linebackers Michael Divinity and Jacob Phillips, and punter Zach Von Rosenberg named to the third team. So those are all your LSU Tigers who are part of that all-SEC team. Houdat Nation, want to remind you to get ready for the official Houdat Nation Rally and Music Fest that's Friday, September 6th, Saturday, September 7th, and Sunday, September 8th. Good feud, but uh, food, pardon me, speaking of pronunciations, good food. Hopefully no feuds out there. 
great music, and I really mean great music, big-time family fun on the grounds of the Jefferson Performing Arts Center in Metairie. I've driven by that new building quite a bit. It is fantastic. Here are some of the musical acts performing. I mean, this is crazy. The Guess Who, George Porter Jr., Cowboy Mouth, The Family Stone, Lost Boy Ramblers, and that doesn't even count Friday night where they're going to have a tribute honoring Dr. John, Art Neville, Fats, and all the other legends we've lost recently in the music world here in New Orleans. Irma Thomas, Deacon John, Renard Poche, and others are going to perform that night on Friday. It's going to be an incredible experience out there. And you can get your tickets now for the official Houdat Nation Rally and Music Fest presented by Bud Light. You can do that right now at houdatnationevents.com. That's houdatnationevents.com. And I just found out that we're going to be giving away some passes to this, some tickets to this on our show next week. So you can stay tuned right here to the last lap. Your chance to win, I believe, every day next week. We'll have more details on that for you. Here's a text from the 504. I delivered a nice pizza to Bill Johnson's hotel room last year, and no tip, just to thank you. Oh, come on, Bill Johnson. I got to give him a call up, say, you got to tip my man. Got to tip my man. You're ordering a pizza, it's auto tip. I was wondering if you order a pizza and you don't tip, I mean, you've got to know that's a no no. I would think. I don't know if I've ever ordered food, a delivery, and not tipped. I feel like. Even when I haven't had a lot of money financially, I try to, I mean, I just build that into the cost. Come on, y'all. Tip your drivers. Tip your Uber drivers, each drivers, Postmates, delivery drivers. Come on. 504-260-1870. Text lines 870-870. We've got some Saints sound to finish out the show. Zach Streep, Deuce McAllister with Teddy Bridgewater. Also, we've got Sean Payton. Ah, I see our boy Christian Garrick taking some shots at Deuce McAllister's golf swing. In Christian's defense... Might need to be taking some shots at Deuce's golf swing. Just check it out. At Christian Garrick on Twitter. I just liked it. I'll retweet it for you, too. At Seth Dunlap. I don't think Deuce is a regular golfer, but hey, still, I'm sure golfs much more effectively than I do. I think I've golfed three times in my life. Never have I been completely sober, admittedly. (laughs) It's always been a few drinks in when people have drugged me out onto the course, and the groundskeepers over those courses were probably unhappy that i made it out to those courses 504-260-1870 our text line is 870-870 here is a text from the 504 i want an lsu western kentucky game in tiger stadium and big red was the funniest or excuse me i want to read this text again because i already messed it up i was at an lsu western kentucky game in tiger stadium and big red was the funniest nonsensical mascot ever i thought it was hilarious well there you go there's a vote for Big Red, who is on this Sports Illustrated top 10 mascots of all time in college football. To the phone lines we go. David in Jackson. Want to talk some Saints with us, David? What's up? Yeah, well, I'm just curious what you might think uh, who belongs in this top 10. I'm having trouble with, you know, the orange, the tree, the red pimple, whatever, you know, is going on here. <laughs> I can't figure this out. Uh, you know, I'm thinking somebody like Wolverines, Bengals. And the, uh, right. like the uh, Badgers, Bears, Florida State Seminoles with the, uh, on a horse dro- dropping spear into the ground. Man, there are so many, many, many better players. I could take three out of four out of there real quick and put better people in there. Yeah. Let's see who you think belongs there, man. Uh, good question. Uh, first of all, 
my alma mater wins the award for best mascot every year now. I mean, it's they do these polls every single year, and my Washington State Cougar wins this. So instantly, and yes, I'm biased. I don't care. At me on Twitter. Uh, put my Washington State Cougar there. I would have, let's see here. The only two that I would take out for sure, I'm probably not four, but I, Syracuse has got to get off this list, and so does Western Kentucky. Who would I put in there? I haven't really thought about that i don't know see this is where i run into a problem if you're going to criticize a list dunlap you got to have your own list ready i don't know i'm not sure i got to think about it but i guarantee you i can find somebody better than i don't know the university of western kentucky and the big red pimple although i just got clapped back to on the text line okay david you got me i need i need to think about this because i got to have I got to have my own list if I'm going to criticize it. See, you got me here. All right. We're going to play some Saint sound for you now. Brought to you by the Sound Banking of First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. Zach Streif and Deuce McAllister were out at Saints camp and practice in Los Angeles today. They were practicing with the Chargers. After that practice, they caught up with Saints backup quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. And while I go think about this roster question, mascot question, pardon me, here's that conversation. That was Zach Street, Deuce McAllister with Teddy Bridgewater. Again, all of our sound from Saints Camp, and this one out in L.A., brought to you by First American Bank, the sound banking of First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. I've gotten my list of mascots. I'll tell you what those are next, and I've got a good list. Now, there's only two I take off this top ten list, but I got a list of at least six that I know I would put on there before the Syracuse Orange and Big Red at Western Kentucky, although... Maybe I need to be convinced about Big Red because somebody told me, our texter a little bit earlier told us, was excellent when they played LSU a few seasons ago. 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. And we'll hear from Sean Payton, Saints head coach, after that joint practice with the Chargers when we come back on the last lap. All right, my list of who I'd replace the orange and Big Red on the list of greatest and again, I'm just quoting Sports Illustrated with this headline. The greatest mascots in college football history that Sports Illustrated released. Yes, LSU's Mike the Tiger was on there. Number three, very well deserved. Number one was Uga, um, the Georgia Bulldog. And Bevo from Texas was there at number four. Number two was the Duck at Oregon. Don't have a problem with that. I do have a problem with Otto the Orange from Syracuse and the Big Red from Western Kentucky. So take those two off. I'd replace them, yeah, with my Coug, Butch T. Cougar, Butch the Cougar, Washington State. But also, what about Sparty from Michigan State? Bucky Badger, Wisconsin. The Demon Deacon on his motorcycles. Ramesses, North Carolina, the Ram. Ramesses, come on, that's pretty cool. How about the West Virginia Mountaineer? That's got to be. How was how the West Virginia Mountaineer not on the top of this list? That's cool. The Boilermaker Special, that's a train that they have, but we're going to put an orange on there? Come on. It's the height of absurdity. <laughs> Let's get to some more Saints sound. Sean Payton spoke after practice. Today. Lots to talk about as his team practiced with the Chargers. Here's Sean Payton. That was Sean Payton today after Saints practice with the Los Angeles Chargers on the West Coast in Los Angeles. We'll take our final break. When we come back, Sports Lives, if we have time. If not, we'll save those till tomorrow. And our moment is in from Bobby Aber talking about a potential Jadevian Clowney trade for the New Orleans Saints. The last lap, one more segment.
before we call it a night on WWL. That's it for our show tonight. Final look at our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll. What team will win more games this season? 81% of you said the Saints. 19% said LSU. Thanks to Logan, our studio producer behind the glass tonight. Tim Zimmer for booking the show. Diane Newman, our program director. Todd Manessis, our assistant program director. And Selen Santani for helping out during the day. Our guests, Doug Mouton, Ryan Fittipaldo, Wilson Alexander, and Carter Bryant. If you missed any of the show, check it on demand or on the podcast. WWL.com on demand section. Radio.com app podcast there or apple podcast i'm seth dunlap on twitter at seth dunlap and as always i leave you with our moment of zen here's bobby Abear on a potential trade for jadevian Clowney. hey everyone boomer esiason here the nfl draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one the free odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.